You are listening to The Jack Shit Show with Kelsey Henderson. Good morning, everybody. How are you this week? Um, Can I just tell you that I implemented in a bunch of the stuff that Haley and I talked about last week in terms of um, our time management, which I know she hates that word, but like, what am I supposed to call it? She didn't give me a replacement, you know? Anyways, I've, I've been doing pretty good, I think. I, I'm tired as fuck, but I'm doing pretty good. Um, how are you? I hope you have found some of that stuff helpful at least. Oh, my phone. It's this week's guest. She's texting me right now. <laughs> this week, I'm talking to another really good old friend of mine. Her name is Sahara Ali. Her and her friend Carly have a podcast called Fuck Your Fitzbo. You know I'm going to link it, as always. Um, her and I have been friends since high school, and she is, like, so inspiring. She's gone from um, being a pretty big girl out of high school to a fitness competitor and now a nutritional coach and all those things. Um, her story is pretty wild, so I just think that you should listen to it. Also, we didn't get too, too deep into it it um, because they do a lot of that on her podcast and I really would love you guys to go over there and listen to that. Um, Her and Carly both did a the story behind the before photos. I think that's where you should start. I will link it as always. Also we're gonna do a little giveaway. So um, stay to the end of this episode. Do I sound? I feel like I sound so raspy right now. I've been working late. (laughs) No one judged me. I'm just drinking my coffee and trying to do intros, outros first thing in the morning. You know, that's who I am. Um, Stay to the end of this episode and we are going to do a little giveaway for you, which will be really fun. Um, Also, you know that I forgot to put it in last week's episode, but if you watched my stories on Instagram, you know, we got, your girl got you a discount code for one of my favorite companies, Chloe and Piper. Um, she, Chelsea being the she, she is was my first, very first guest on Tossing Rocks. So we will have her back to talk about the expansion of her company at some point and also just bullshit because she's become one of my very best friends. Hi, Chelsea. And her mom's listening this week too. Hi, mom. Um, but she gave me a discount code for you to use. And you guys, she's selling candles now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you go to her website, chloeandpiper.ca, you will get some shmoney off your order when you use the code THEJACKSHITSHOW, all one word. I think it has to be capitalized too, but well, you know, you try and let me know. But go get yourself some, oh, heaven sent CBD bath bombs. Go, boys, I, I'm telling you. They have a beard. She's got a, she's made a beard oil, okay? It's vanilla sandalwood. And if you want your girl's face smushed up on your face, that's the one. I'm telling you. Anyways, lots of good stuff over there. Go have a look. And um, here is my day with Sahara. Enjoy. Are you recording? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I told you. It's okay. Like, oh, beautiful. Okay, ready. Okay. What's what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I didn't really like. I mean, I I didn't really like prepare anything because I was like, oh, Sahara, and I'll just start shooting the shit. 
Well, yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about, but so little, you know? Yeah, like, where do we begin? Where do we begin? Where How do we like know each begin? other? How do we know each other? <laughs> Sahara and I grew up together. Yeah. Well, how, what grade? Probably grade eight. eight? Yes. We're a year apart. You're a year older. Yeah. So I would have been like grade nine when you got to ND. Yeah. Stop. And then I was friends with your now fiance. Yeah. Kelsey I don't think was, that's actually how we got together, but. No, but Kelsey was the cool grade niner who's super nice to all the grade eights. Didn't make me want to kill myself. So like, shout out to you. <laughs> God bless, because I ended up being a bully, just not to you. Um, Yeah, so small town in Imo. Yeah. And then it's funny because we kind of always just, I almost moved to Fort Mac with you. Oh. (laughs) Set you up with Adam Barry and Bill. You did almost move to Fort Mac with me. Let's get, let's not just, let's call Sahara out here. I am on my drive from Edmonton to Fort Mac and she's supposed to pick her up at the airport. She goes, yo, I'm not coming. (laughs) I was like, where do I go? What do I do when I get there? Uh, Okay, hold on. (laughs) I set you up with some people. You did. You you had set me up with the homies and they're still my homies. Like, are they actually? Oh, man, when I was looking for a roommate to move in here, I, like, posted on Facebook, and I was like, I come with good roommate recommendations, and all the boys were like, yo, Kelsey's the best, like, all the boys. I was like, I don't really, really remember living with this many boys over the course of my life, but yeah, that does add up. (laughs) So, yeah, so that was funny. And Um, and you danced with my sister. Yes, danced with your sister. Yeah. Um, we're kind of like outskirts of friends. Like we were like we partied at we were yeah. always at house parties together. Yeah. We were like we never like hung out one on one, but no, we were yeah. always together. But it feels like we did at the same time. Yeah. Um together so yeah. forever. And now we're in 2021. And now we're in 2021 and we're podcasters. We're podcasters. So my podcast, I talk body positivity we mm-hmm. talk fucking shitty diet fads and it's pretty much us just pulling the curtain back on like trends and what mm-hmm. the fitness industry doesn't want to tell people on social media yeah which is my favorite because you guys are you the episode you just did that was um we said what we said I was like pissing myself so I was like yeah you did like it's all very like not all but there are unpopular opinions on there mm-hmm. and you and Carly who does the podcast with you yes. are like more than happy to share that and like I think I mean I'll let you tell your story but you came from like the other end of the you've gone really from mm-hmm. one end of the spectrum to the other like you I'm- were a little bigger out of high school. Um, yeah we'll say a little she was a smidge uh bigger for her size because you're not a bit like you're not tall or anything like you're a small no, girl you're smaller five than me. three baby like yeah she's tiny and so and then you've gone on to like do competitions so yeah. maybe talk about that a little bit so pretty much my athletic background starts elementary school boxing so I was a boxer mm-hmm. for many many years um nationally ranked was supposed to go to olympic trials and then I got bottled which is like a whole other thing. Um, moving on. I'm not laughing. <laughs> that I just remember that happening. Like someone hit Sahara over the head. We were at a party. No, I was fucking downtown Nanaimo, obviously. And I was actually DDing. Like I wasn't even drinking because uh. I was supposed to leave for training. 
And um, this lady, I actually know the mom, she's a mom of people I used to be friends with. And she was messed up. And it's funny because as a boxer, like you're not allowed to like hit anybody. So yeah. I'm um, standing outside this restaurant and I can hear this lady like shouting like racial slurs. <sighs> and everyone's like looking at me, but I'm not clicking in because I'm like not drinking. So I'm just like doing my thing. And some guy was like, I think she's talking to you. And I'm like, well, I guess. I'll, yeah. yeah. And I'm always like, uh, we have a lot of like First Nations, but there's not a big black no. community in Nanaimo. No, no, there's not. So. No. Yeah, so she wanted to fight me. I said, no. And it's funny because I, said, I, no. <laughs> I actually cannot. I'm not um, legally allowed a, to do that. There's a 2-6, like a green apple smeared off. And I remember this so clearly because it was in the bathroom. And I was like, who leaves out there? Whatever. I'm crossing the street and I just feel something hit me in the back of the head. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and then I passed, knocked, knocked out instantly. Mm-hmm. Fall face first, breaks the bottle over my head. Bro, the, the the thing that's uh, that I laugh at about this is that like, because the next week I think you were even telling me at school or yeah. something, yeah. and like the la- like now when we look at that, we're like, holy fuck, bro! Like that's a big deal. But even at the time, you were like, yeah, I got bottled. Like, and we were yeah, all I mean, just you, like, <laughs> like, like whatever. We all it thought is? it was like this hilarious story, and you were like, what? I got bottled. Like, and by a mom was the, the thing. First, and also the. I'm a boxer for how many years? And that's the first time I get knocked out. Like, first of all, rude. <laughs> rude. Yeah, rude. But I was also, a sidebar, dating this guy. Not dating, but we were, like, making out. You know. We're yeah, we were making out. We were dry humping, and whatever. he was, like, trying to pull the whole, like, we're not together. Like, I don't want to label. And he saw me, pass, like, knocked out in the middle of the road. And someone was like, aren't you with her? And he's like, I don't want her thinking that we're, like, together. <laughs> I literally can't. I like literally can't. I literally can't. I think that's so like, I mean, it's not funny, but it's hilarious. So basically after that, I couldn't box ever again. So that was super cool. Yeah. So her her entire (laughs) professional boxing career went downhill because a drunk 40 year old bottled her over the head. So So that was was started drinking more started because I really didn't drink that much. Like I partied, Mm -hmm. but I didn't drink. So I started drinking, started eating and but I wasn't moving my body. Um, yeah, especially so, not like you're used to. Like I think that's no. the thing too, because you dance. Like it's not like you just box. Like yeah. you were a hardcore dance, like competitive yeah. dancer. Mm-hmm. You were boxing like at yeah. almost, at like a professional level. When yeah. you go like even for me, who was like playing house league soccer, like you yes. stop doing that, and your your body doesn't react the same. No. And you would grow up doing it. You're not. You you're like what's going on? Yeah. Like like what do you mean I can't eat three foot longs? in a day okay what do you mean I can't have sharkies every meal I don't understand seriously chicken bacon ranch but I ended up putting on a cute 75 pounds on my frame whatever (laughs) (laughs) and so then I started the Kayla program Mm -hmm. and we're all familiar with the BBG Mm -hmm. 12 weeks there's like a whole story behind this but when it comes to my fitness and my journey I did the Kayla program four times in a row I remember when you started doing that because, because that was when Megan and I started going to the gym. Like it was right at the same time. And you had started because I always would find you in the little, like in the workout room, you know? Yeah. And you'd always be doing your program. Wait, I'm like, Kate. Yeah. I'm sick. Rolling into this gym. All the girls are like in their sports rods. I'm like, I'm in Troy's t-shirt and his shorts. And those are still too small. Yeah. So I did that, became obsessed. Um, boss like 
close to 100 pounds, but I was also under eating. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of did another spiral. So because I was doing those like those programs, no real goal, gained the weight back. And then I was like, saw my friend Carly, who I do the podcast with, and she mm-hmm. had done a bodybuilding competition. Now I was like, that looks fucking cool. I want to do one. So I messaged her and I said, excuse me, can excuse you please me? meet me at Starbucks and tell me everything you know about this stuff? Immediately hired a coach and then I did a bodybuilding competition. Yeah, so we did a 16-week prep um, and then did that. And then I went to, I made the mistake of going to Mexico after. Just wanted mm. to treat myself. I was feeling myself. Did that. And it's funny because this body, when I, when I say it in such a small point form, it sounds like, up and down up and down up and down totally there was like so much more in between them and I learned a lot um I also love running so I also did a half marathon in between that and at the time I think I thought I I wanted to do bodybuilding like I missed Mm -hmm. having a goal something to reach or whatever but it was more like setting just setting up a goal for myself and then like completing it and like I said I think because my story in Nanaimo blew up because I'm going to be I won't be savage here, but everyone loves like a fat girl transformation. They want to see the gut. They want to see, <laughs> they, they want to see that. They want to see how totally. you that gut. And honestly, I was carrying some weight. <laughs> like, yeah, you were not. Um, and I don't, uh, whatever. Oh, I know no, you, babe, like, she, was, she was, uh, she was not in shape. The girl was big, like, cause I, because I too, I think because I'd seen you, like I've known you for so long. Yeah. Like I, I, and I, I hadn't seen you in a while when you started like mm-hmm. kind yeah. of doing your stuff and you know, you had started posting like, Oh, like this is how much I've lost. Like, here's my before picture, my starting point. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck? Like, because I'd never seen you big ever, ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. And like, there is a lot of like stuff behind that, but I want people to come listen to your episode. Yeah. Come to my podcast because we go into oh, man, more oh, detail. But yeah, and that's the thing too. A lot of people are like, oh my God, like I didn't know you gained that much weight or I had big. no idea. But I'm like, here's the thing, baby catfish. Hello. And that's why you're supposed to dress for your weight. Cause like, she fawn was my best friend. Like, Give me the little tights and the baggy shorts. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a prep, um, did some running. Like this past year, when before COVID, I started a um, another prep and I wanted to do a figure category, which is like mm-hmm. a bit more muscular. So I just really don't vibe with the bikini. Okay. Um, What's the, can you explain the difference a little bit? Yeah. So there are a few different categories. So bikini, okay. um, I'm going to say this in like how everyone can understand. They want you to look like you are walking down a beach, like a normal, um, a skinnier body type, okay. but with like some muscle, not too much muscle. So like, like just toned more. Toned. They don't want overdeveloped like abs. Um, okay. No, no big shoulders. Your glutes should be rounded and like high. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lift um, the butt. So it's kind of, it was a really hard prep because that's not my body type. Like getting my, right. like my shoulders are quite developed from boxing. Um, mm-hmm. I carry a lot of weight on my lower half. So I would have had to do a longer prep. Hmm. So after doing that first one, I was like, that category was not for me. Um, That's going to be a new for me. It's going to be a day for me. So I was like, okay, let's do figure. And even thinking back, I still, I did a 24 week prep my second time too. So my first That's one a lot, like, bro. It does a long time. A lot. That's half a year. And how, what it, what is your preps like kind of involved when you're doing that? 
So like I know a little bit, but explain yeah. so what that looks like. Your prep, um, and depending on how much weight you have or like where you lose it in your genetics, mm-hmm. right? Um, mine looked like just low carbs right off the bat. So you're talk I'm talking like 120 to 100. I think I got down to about 90 um for like the last couple months. Um the first like three months was like 90 minutes of the stairmaster every day oh on top God. of my training, which is like six days a tri- six days a week. Oof. And yeah, so it was interesting doing that, especially during COVID, because when the gyms closed, I was like, what am what I gonna do? do? I don't what am I gonna do here? Yeah. Um so that was kind of actually it was kind of a blessing in the sense that I finished my prep, even with the show with the show being canceled, and I brought a great physique in June. Um, and it was kind of nice knowing that like I could finish it, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'll ever do a prep again. I don't think I want to, mm-hmm. um, a lot of, I, I questioned a lot of things in my whys when I was doing that. Um, you, you're really hungry. Like, cause I, you really like you're depleted. Like most of that, are you not? Like I know quite a few grumpy. people have done complete, uh, have done preparations and yeah. first stage and like, they are not fun to be around. It No, it's not. And like me and Troy, like that was my second time. And, you know, we had just gotten engaged. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like think about wedding things and I'm just like, I got, I got to not think about that. And like, you're not really having sex. And by not really, I mean, not at all. So yeah. Like you're just um, tired. You're tired. So yeah, it, it was good for me in the sense that like it taught me discipline. Like I totally I like discipline and, um, I love doing like a cut, like I'm going to cut right now, but just the whole, I don't think I would ever suggest to anyone to do one unless mm-hmm. they reached out to me and they're like, Hey, I really like, I've been in the gym for like six years. Like, I think I want to take my fitness to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and just in a pandemic, like you are so quite depleted. Much. And like, at the end of the day, like those, those last couple months, you're, you're kind of sick. You know, you have not yeah. really had your body, like hypothetically I caught COVID. I'd be fucked. So yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why when we brought, when we thought about the podcast that we have now, we, it was kind of that reason we were seeing all these people compete, like prepping and starting preps. And we were like, what's the reason behind this? Like Mm -hmm. all these show promoters are pushing for these shows when a prep is like thousands of dollars, like the money you spend, it's like people are losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and and I think like, well, what was your reason behind going into it? Just like, did you want to prove yourself the discipline or like, what was your, like the second one? Yeah. Your second one. So I already started and then it was March. So January, I was three months in. Mm. And, um, for me, it was more that I figured out that I wouldn't want to do another show again. And Mm. I was like, let's see if, if it's, if I can still push myself and still be accountable to my goals without a gym, without mm-hmm. the things that like, you know, are comfortable for me. Totally. So that was pretty much what it is. And, you know, the following summer, I read that, um, can hurt me to David Goggins and yeah. I fucking became obsessed. And I think reading that book was like, I was like, you know what? I just love, I just love to find the odds. Like it's the mental toughness that I love. Like, tell me I can do something. I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that like, cause, and I also, I mean, I don't want to draw too many comparisons, but like I'm in the middle of 75 hard again right now. Mm -hmm. And so it's very similar. Like it's a different system, obviously. Like I'm not going on a stage. I'm not like here. It's no set like, oh, you have to have this many calories. It's nothing like 
crazy diet or anything, but yeah. I had done it last year. And then when I'm doing it now this year, this year, mm-hmm. I'm just doing it. Cause I had no structure in COVID. I was yeah. laid off yeah. again. And I was like, you know, like, I'll just start doing it so that I have something to do in my days. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's a lot less intense than, um, like doing a full comp prep, yeah. but yeah. I had said, cause there was people who wanted to do it this year. And I said, and I like had wrote a blog article about it last year because mm-hmm. people were asking me. Mm-hmm. And I said that coming off of 75 hard is really similar, in my opinion, to coming off a of prep where you've been like in this, like yeah. at least from what I've seen, yeah, no, like totally. when you're like in a really structured, like in this insane mm-hmm. routine constant, and then finally you're done and you're like, I, and I think that a lot of coaches like don't prepare their, yeah. their like competitors for totally. coming out of that because I I've also heard, like I had a girlfriend who she had done it. She was really low, like self-confidence. And she went, she did her bikini prep and she felt great. And she like did really well and da, da, da. Mm. But then when you're done and you put on that little bit of weight from eating yeah. like a normal human being, you're yeah. completely like mentally fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The reverse diet is what mm. they call it. And that is 3 million times harder than the actual prep itself. Yeah. Especially if you're someone who's disciplined. Um, and even me, like I still struggle with it. I still struggle with like finding that balance. Um, yeah. Like last summer, it's funny. Like you said, you you're so regimented, and like I didn't even have a show date. But you know, you mm. come off, and you're like, okay, like, well, what's too much? Like, what do I actually deserve, right? Mm-hmm. And the weight comes on quick. It comes on quick. When you've been eating that. nothing like that, like yeah. it's crazy. Like, I started my prep at 146 pounds, mm-hmm. which um, it's funny because your body composition changes. Like this year when I was 146, I looked different last year, but totally. I got down to about like 110, I think. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's like, it's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. I, and I fucking looked trim, but like I went houseboating. So I ended in June, June 28th was my last day. We went mm-hmm. houseboating on July 1st for like a weekend. Which and just so water we got last time but I put on about 28 pounds of water weight after a weekend that's which is fucked up insane and like I didn't look any different but that much water like the inflammation yeah. I went I think it came back down to like 112 like after like five days but like yeah. if you're not mentally prepared to know those things about yourself and like water weight and just how your body like changes like oh what if sent me <laughs> off the deep end you know what I mean? totally because and then I think that a lot of people do that right like yeah. I think that a lot of I mean if you find a good coach obviously they're gonna like yeah prep you for that and like if you're yeah. like kind of somebody who's mentally more like a little bit tougher mm-hmm. tougher quote-unquote yeah um then maybe it's not as big of a deal but for like girls especially who go into it and they, they go into it because they're feeling insecure because they have a partner who competes so they want to compete too or yeah, like yeah. whatever that looks like like yeah. i've seen that happen to so many of my girlfriends who then like they eat a pizza they put on 2 pounds and they're like oh my god do you see this thing right here yeah like, which is like so which is so sad. unhealthy and, and so, so unhealthy sad. and i like to think that like me and carly are very much like the small percentile of um women who I don't know we're not a lot of girls like will do a one show and they'll be like gunning for their IFBB pro like totally and it's like you know there's not much money in it and like to be that into it like you can't be half in half out totally um, yeah. like you're all in and it just does a lot to your mental health like a lot of girls come out of it just thinking that they're balanced and that they're like okay yeah when in, there's so many more problems underlying that they don't even know about yeah not to mention the fact that like 
yeah, I finished this prep. I'm engaged. Like maybe I wanted kids, but like I I didn't get my period for like nine months after. Like I think I just got it back like not too long, like a couple months ago. Yeah, like so, fucks your body. So many things to t- like take into consideration before mm-hmm. doing a show. Um, but yeah, now I'm just at the point where like I've opened up my own like online personal training nutrition with my like my girlfriend and yeah I really just focusing on like building muscle and instilling mm-hmm. those kinds of habits because I don't know I think for me when I first started my journey I wanted to lose weight that was like what it was mm-hmm. like, I really fucked myself when it came to like those years doing Kayla because I was so focused on um not progressive overloading and not weightlifting that I put my my, my metabolism in a place of just like absolute just fucking trash can yeah I, I'm still I'm still paying for it to be honest yeah um, it sucks well so. and it's hard and I think too like if you don't like I mean not that you didn't grow up because you you like we said you grew up boxing and dancing mm-hmm. and so you kind of but if you the fitness world is like this whole nother animal and it's like yeah. the same as anything else where like one person says one thing and one person says another yeah. thing one person says yeah go for a walk one person says like walking shit don't do yeah. that you know like it's all like who do you listen to where do you go and for girls especially and because I think we are mentally programmed to start really young mm-hmm. you get into these cycles which are not necessarily healthy and like and and yeah. I think yeah it's it's man it's crazy well it's funny we we talk about it on our podcast too it's a lot of girls were at the bat they want a tiny waist and dumper truck yeah they want a fat ass and I'm like those are two different goals totally those are two different goals. Like you need to mm-hmm. set yourself up looking at it. Like, are am I going into this with performance goals or am I going into this with aesthetic goals? Mm-hmm. There's no wrong answer. Like mm-hmm. I'm every single female follows someone on Instagram. They want to look like totally is what it is, but you got to know that your genetics are going to come into play um, to grow your glutes. It's going to be an off season of a lot of eating and putting on some fat. And I don't think a lot of people are prepared. Like your booty bands, I ain't doing shit. Sorry. I'm learning that too. Like I didn't like training my glutes. It was like something I was really uncomfortable doing. Mm. Um, and then this past year, I was like, hey, what's the what's the deal here? Like I've been, I've been training for years now. Why are my glutes the way I want them to be? Mm. Um, it's because I wasn't, you know, actually focusing on them. I wasn't activating them. I wasn't pushing myself. So it is, it's, there's so much more. And like hiring a coach, that's your first step. And I, mm-hmm. People are like, oh, it's too expensive. But I'm like, how much time do you waste? Like scrolling through the next bad diet and starting a cleanse and buying mm-hmm. fucking supplements that you have no idea what are like what's happening in your body, you know? Totally. Totally. Like, what do you think if I was going to go look for a coach right now with absolutely nothing, like no knowledge, mm-hmm. what would be like your, like, what do you want to look for? And when you're looking to somebody mm-hmm. to lead you? Um, I would say right off the bat um just it's kind of hard I when I'm looking for a coach I'm looking at what they're posting mm-hmm. um is it all like aesthetic based um right off the bat too you can ask them for like a client intake form and a, mm-hmm. a, a client intake form can actually tell you quite a bit about what they're looking for interesting so, you want to see if they're asking about your stress levels, um, your hormones, when your menstrual cycle is, um, what your lifestyle is like. Um, there's a lot of cookie cutter programs out there. It's really easy 
for like any trainer, any online coach just to like whip something up. Mm -hmm. But those like questions about, yeah, like your lifestyle, your menstrual cycle, your stress, your sleep, those are major key. And also a good coach will want to talk to you. Like they'll want to like have a conversation with you Mm. right off the bat because you might not be a good fit for them. Totally. Like, yeah. And that's, and I think too, I personally have a really hard time taking fitness advice from girls who look like this and like, you know, like they're like, I'm like, you just look like that. Like that, that's just how you look. Like that's not, I don't want to be, if I was a bigger girl, I wouldn't want to go and talk to the girl who looks like this. I would Mm want to come to someone like you and Carly, who's been on that end of the spectrum too. And like knows what it feels like and can work with you and like do all those things. Yeah. And that's the thing too. If you want to hire a coach, it's like, there's millions and millions and millions out there, but (laughs) you want to vibe with your coach. You want to have a conversation with them and you want them to be like your friend. Like Mm -hmm. I don't really click with people when I feel like it's like a professional conversation. Mm. And I never want my clients to be scared to tell me that like, Hey, you know what? I I ordered a large pizza and like dummy the six pack of white claws last night. Like dope. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Cool. Let's move on. Let's let's reassess and see Mm -hmm. why you did that. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's scary. It's scary to hire a coach and it's, you don't know them. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I, when I get a client like questionnaire or something, I'm, I have no go and I will point them in the direction of like Carly or someone else. If I feel right. that's, that's a better fit. Yeah. We've also had clients where I'm like, bro, I don't want to deal with this. Like, ah, no, 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 no. You going to no. be pain in my butt. I don't yeah. want you. And I think that at the end of the day, you should also assess your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have body dysmorphia issues and like any self-image issues, competitions aren't for you. And mm-hmm. they're not going to change that. They're just going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about how bodybuilding like gave them an eating disorder or gave them body dysmorphia. But like most of the time they already had it. It just... Right not like a flashlight on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Totally. And I Um, think that's too important. Like if you're going to hire a coach and and start working with a trainer and whatever, you want someone who's going to be aware of those things because I would never want to be in a position where I felt like that and didn't have like a a relationship with somebody who wasn't just trying to like, be like, Oh, well let's keep doing this because it's money. Like, you know what I yes, mean? Like, no. I would want to have somebody who was like, hey, like, you don't seem like you're good. Like, you want to talk about that? Like, yeah, or whatever that looks that's like. That's exactly it. And at the end of the day, too, like, when I'm talking to clients and I'm getting information about, like, okay, do I want to have this person on board? I'm asking them about, like, are you in a relationship? How's that relationship mm-hmm. going? Are they supportive of your goals? Who does the grocery shopping? Like, there's so many factors. And how you're gonna succeed in your goals and sometimes that comes down to like the person that you're living with you know totally my plan's not gonna work for you if you are in a toxic relationship and like they're not on board Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. I'm like a therapist I'm like I'm actually not educated you know here's my opinion but I totally think that everybody no matter how big or small like you are so much more capable of what you think and like like I say I'm like a pretty good example of just an average Joe gal who -hmm. just gained a bunch of weight from partying and drinking and a lot of other mental health stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and just 
got made a plan and now here I am and totally. it was like straight shooter mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of ups there's downs like I put 40 pounds back on and like lost it so but it it's funny I always say like I sound like I'm in a cult because I'm like you guys it's so good on this side like I promise you like I'm like door knocking hello hello um, do you want to come out and join my gym and like I'll always be honest with like anyone and that's why our podcast like we got some we got some haters a lot of people who you know like to hear that stuff yeah because like well because no one says it no yeah it's like oh I don't want to be confrontational or like I don't want people mad at me like dude I don't give a fuck like I will tell you right now I'm like listen if you listen to one of my podcast episodes there's a point where nobody liked me so I'm like let's go let me you want you don't like me already let me tell like, you more here's the thing like yeah like the, what was it like our unpopular opinion segment um yeah, yeah these yeah. aren't meals and I mean yeah you guys I literally texted you I was like bitch I'm drinking a smoothie right now and I don't want to hear about and it the thing is like the best part about it is like we're so open to listen like tell me yourself like tell me totally I know and it's the same thing too when we talk about booze and like fitting that into your lifestyle because a lot of fitness influencers and people online they're like well I just actually don't like I I don't drink anymore that's just like something I don't fit into my lifestyle and I'm like bruh I want to be sommelier like at 35 like I love booze I love having a drink like you shouldn't you don't need to cut those things out to you know gain muscle and have a healthy totally. lifestyle you just need to be honest with yourself like are you an alcoholic though? Like maybe are we worried about your alcohol consumption? Are we having a couple glasses of wine? And there's so much that's like, yeah, like you said, not said for white claws. That's actually like a hundred grams of carbs you're drinking. So if you want to change your body comp, we're going to have to adjust, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. When I think I like, I, I am so proud of your podcast because it's, and and I had somebody say the same thing about when I have guests on and they were like, you know, it's people get nervous because it's one thing to have an Instagram and put up a little like, Oh, the, here's my booty workout or whatever. And another thing to have your voice out and Mm -hmm. to be speaking and have opinions for an hour long a week. Like that's a completely different ball game because I think people get really caught up on fitness influencers Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, but you're only like everybody else on social media, you're only seeing what they want you to see. Oh yeah. They're, they're still like, you know, people are still like, even though they're, they've lost all this weight, they're still face tuning this and slimming that out, or they're still doing Coke on the weekends. Like, you know, like, Oh, I don't drink, but I just like did a couple rails. It's fine. You know, like they're not going to come tell you that like, no no one's going to say like, Oh yeah, like it's good. But I did like a little Coke to help out, you know, like they don't build a following off anything else that they're doing. They're building a following off of like, look how skinny I am. Here's my nails. Like that's all bullshit. It's the same thing as social media for anybody or any influencer that you see what they want you to see. And behind that screen and that lens is a completely different person. So I think in starting a podcast, like you and Carly have voices and opinions and people can actually get to know what you're actually like yeah. like you just told me before we came on yeah I was like oh what do you guys edit and you're like we just put them out I was like what? 
what? <laughs> She's well, like, yeah, yeah, we just throw them up there. I was like, okay. Well, I'm like, only so much you can like read in a caption, right? Like I'm not totally. like, oh, continued in comments. Like, no, no. And it's scary. No. Like you said like, even your podcast, your voice is out there and people are going to pick what they want to hear and mm-hmm. they'll spin it. But it's kind of the beauty of it because I feel like I can never get my point across in a caption. I'm like, I think totally. And we're not paying people to listen, right? So it's like you're here, you're not. Oh, listen to your good publicity, baby. Just no bad. Like hang out with me or don't. I don't give a shit. I think it's we're in the fitness, I guess, industry, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call that. But um, I think a lot of it is shit. And I think there's not enough normal normalcy for women, especially right now. And then one it's like a spectrum, right? There's always like skinny, skinny, skinny women. Mm-hmm. There's really, really big women. Mm-hmm. But like where me and Carly fall into, it's like this weird, we can't just be average girls on Instagram. We fall into a body positivity page. Mm-hmm. And like Carly was saying in one of her episodes was like, if she posts a photo that she has cellulite, she feels like she has to be like, oh, yeah, cellulite. And it's like, why can't I just fucking post a photo? Totally. Because I think too, like it, it, when, like a lot of women in your industry, in mm-hmm. the fitness industry, they'll just go through, smooth that out real quick. And yeah. then that's where all of us get body dysmorphia from is like, exactly. Yeah. You don't think Kim Kardashian has fucking cellulite? Are you fucked? Like, well, She's yeah, just they're, editing it. They're either editing it out or now that now these influencers are seeing like, oh, I can get likes if I just show my real body. Like, let me just show my roles. Like, I'm normal too. And I'm like, you think the girl who's over 400 pounds was really vibing with that right now? Because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if that was me, like, I would be like. Sick, bro. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for showing me your real body. I think it's like important to talk about a lot of the topics that you also don't see. Even like the episode we talked about, one girl got pretty, pretty angry because we were talking about sex. We we're talking about sex when you've gained weight and mm. how you're uncomfortable in the bedroom. Mm. Like, let's not pretend that everyone feels great because when you put weight on it, it affects all aspects of your life, right? Totally. Um, and she wasn't happy about that until us stay in her lane. And I said, sorry, sis, been there. Myself. I get to talk about it. Yeah. Listen, if you're not having sex, that's on you, baby. Period. <laughs> you want the number of my therapist. Yeah. But I don't know. I think the pod, like, even if this podcast has, like, half haters, half lovers, I mean, at least people know who I am now. Whereas I feel, <laughs> I feel like I was posting and a lot. And, like, yeah, me just throwing, like, my gut fat photo up, like, mm-hmm. Like there's a lot more behind that. Yeah. And, and I thought that like, I, I'm going to obviously link your podcast in to my show notes, but I want people to listen to like Sahara and Carly both told their stories of their before photo. And like, I thought when, one of the things that you said in that photo and like, they get pretty dark and twisty in the stories, there's lots of trigger warnings on both of them. But I thought what was so important that you both said was like, you know, you both kind of for a long time have let people assume you were just like eating pizza and hanging out and because that's what people think when they see before photos they don't like think like oh there's this this and this behind Mm -hmm. there's these mental health issues there's these like all these things yeah and when you 
I actually tell the story of the before photo. It, I'm sure you got lots of messages that people felt a lot more connected to you through that because you guys were not hiding the fact that there was like all this shit behind the reason that you, you know, quote unquote, people will get let yourselves go. But like, you know, that that's what it was. Like you just had a lot of like baggage and that shows in your body. Yeah. And even like your podcast, I'm like, I wasn't a big podcast gal before, like listening to like people's podcasts, but I love listening to yours because you're just very who you are. Mm -hmm. And anyone who like listens to Kelsey's podcast, if you're new listening to her, she is the exact (laughs) same human being in her podcast and she is in real life. And it's so nice. It's like, I don't know, a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? Thanks, mama. And she's a crazy bitch, so... (laughs) this bitch crazy you literally she texted sarah texted me when she started listening to it and she what were we talking about you were like bro this is so funny this is i think it was like a story oh it was because i said in one of my podcasts that i'd always been like one of the boys and so like i had lots of comments i had like and you were like literally what did you say to me you were like oh my god what did i say because i was dying i was like uh yeah like yes kelsey has been one of the boys like since I've known her, she has been this one of the boys, but also been able to be one of the girls at the same time, which is unheard of. Yeah, because everybody, I, I'm, I, I honestly, I even assume in high school, people thought that I was just like sleeping with all of them all oh, the yeah, time. <laughs> and I think, do you, oh, you know, and I think like looking back on like our high school, I think that's why a lot of girls didn't like me was because like, because I, I have, a, I, and I was talking to my roommate about this. Uh, yesterday because a lot of girls just I just rub them the wrong way and I don't know why and I think once people know me then they're like oh this is actually just her 24 7 like this is just what she does because I don't want to hear your bullshit drama that it like I'll hear it but I know I'm going to tell you what you don't want to hear like Mm -hmm. you're you caused it like what like walk away from it or whatever it is and like I've always been and so I was like, I was saying like, oh, I've always been the girl that like gets invited on guys trips. And like, oh, like yeah. even I had a bunch of my buddies out from Ontario this summer and like no girlfriends, no wives, like just the boys came out immediately. I get a phone call. They're like, yo, we're picking you up for paintball tomorrow at 1 PM. I'm like, yep. See you then. Like, so I'm like, it, I always like, I think that's why a lot of girls don't like me. Cause I'm always, but then once you know me, you'll hopefully, well, yeah, it's hard to hopefully you like me. <laughs> Also, I think being very standing, standing in your own space and like mm-hmm. your voice is like very intimidating for women. Um, yeah. Because, well, then like you're just calling out bullshit. It's how I feel most of the time too. People either they love me or they hate me. And mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is, right? Like pick, you said, your, but, pick your side on whatever. Like, yeah. You've been the exact same way since I've known you since high school. I just always yeah. hate with the boys, but it's nice because most time, most of the time, those types of girls are like, um, I just cannot vibe with girls. Like I didn't don't get them. It's like, well, no, you're a fucking girl. That's stupid. Don't say that. Yeah. But, um, I'm excited for you to tell more of your stories because I don't know if your audience is right. <laughs> I literally, when I replied to Sahara, I told her like a pretty, like, I told her pretty like under the wraps story that she hadn't heard before. And she's like, honestly, if anyone else had told me that story, I would have been like, fuck this bitch. And she's like, but you told it. And it's funny because you are the one who did it. Um, 
Oops. Yeah, I think this year has been such a big blow for a lot of us, like mm-hmm. starting podcasts and um, more I, more than anything right now, too, because the fitness industry is blowing up because everyone's at home. They want to lose mm-hmm. weight. So like all these all these people are making money off, you know, women. Yeah. Aren't down with their bodies right now. Totally. Uh, all I can say is if you're starting your journey or you're looking for a coach or anything like that. Start by just assessing like what your goals are. And then from there, if you do know, you can reach out to like me or Carly. We can send you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But yeah, asking questions, um, asking for client intake forms and like jumping on a call with a coach before you send them money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also think too, it's important to, to note that like, it's okay if you're not where you want to be. We're almost a year into a global pandemic that has set us all inside and our mental health is all shot to shit. And like, it's okay that you gained five pounds or 10 pounds or 40 pounds. Like, it's fine. Like, unless you are the one who doesn't feel good, like then we can, you know, then let's fix that. But it's not like, don't be hard on yourself for in the middle of an absolute like year long global crisis. You're not like at the gym five days a week. Like it's fine. And honestly, if you're going to spend money on anything and you are feeling stressed, like therapy is like one of the best tools. Like you might even need therapy first. I'm going to say I'm, I I go to therapy. I've been going to therapy for like years. Yeah. Me too, sis. Like you, you think you know yourself. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. You're about to get stripped down naked to your skeleton. (laughs) Bag of bones, baby. That therapist is going to rip you apart. And same thing goes for therapy. Do not go with someone you don't vibe with because then you're not going to. Oh, my God. Like, it's okay to go to a session and then be like, "Mm, I don't really vibe with that person. Don't be discouraged by that because that has happened to me before. Don't be discouraged in that. Let us be your therapist for a second and really coach you on how to find a therapist. (laughs) Since we're not rookies, what's the opposite of rookie? veterans veterans we are i knew it would come to me (laughs) yeah don't like if you need to it's 2021 baby we all go to therapy now like yeah it's totally fine so find a good therapist don't don't skimp on your therapy or your you know life coach or whatever however that looks for you or hell you can just keep listening to our podcasts and I mean, you out on your shit all the every week. We got some pretty good podcasts. You don't even need therapy, but you don't. I'll find you. I'll find you a therapy podcast today. But I will tell you this right now. There's almost was it 13 Mondays away from summer. Yeah, because you know what? I saw. I saw it was the meme. I saw that was like it was like a TikTok maybe, and it was like, don't let them lock you down now. We're only 13 Mondays away from hot girl summer, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I will say this, if you do have goals and you do want to be at a certain physique, you should have started yesterday, but tomorrow starts, tomorrow's fine as well. Tomorrow's good. Time's going to go by whether you like it or not. So, Mm -hmm. you know, totally. And that's the same, man, that's the same with all any goal too. Like, cause I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, like, well, the time's going to pass. So either start or don't like, you're going to end up where you're going to end up and like five years is going to pass. Mm-hmm. 13 Mondays gonna pass they you so where pass. you want to be you want to just be lazy or you want to go do some well, shit and you guys your friends don't want to hear if you have a you 
if you have friends right now who are like working on their fitness or feeling good and you're just kind of waiting around, they're not going to want to hear you in the summertime when you're like, oh, like, I don't like good because I'm telling you right now, there's n- not a bigger buzzkill than the girl who like wasted time and now is bitching about it. Mm-hmm. So I've been on both sides. <laughs> you're annoying. I've fun. been the bitcher and I've been the annoyer. Literally. So. Mm-hmm. And if you can be lucky that you're not friends with me because I'm going to call you out and be like, well, what have totally. you been up to? Totally. Same. And all it takes is 30 minutes a day. Oh, yeah. Easy. Go. And the thing is, you don't have to spend money on things either. You want to no. be you want to be a lazy bitch? Okay. YouTube yoga with Adrian. Okay. I just did uh, 45 minutes worth of it. Like. Go for a walk. 20 push-ups a day. Eat. Done. So, start. Just start. No. Was this motivating or do you guys just hate me? Yeah. Are you motivated or do you want to punch us in the face? Or just you understand either one. So. Yeah, we're good. Whatever. Sahara's been bottled. She can take a hit. <laughs> she just bless like how my teeth still. That was like my oh. biggest worry when I woke up. I was like, I can afford that. Yeah, fuck. That would have been so shitey. Whatever. Fuck yeah, you. Okay, now listen. Tell us how much is diet and how much is exercise in your experience? How much is diet? How much is exercise? I want to say diet is about 90%. You heard it. Bitches, y'all heard it here first. If you're, even if you're working at, like, hell, if you want to work out and eat a pizza and just stay the same, that's great. Love that for you. Yeah. Love that for you. You're still being healthier because you're working out. Yeah, but nothing's gonna change in your Nothing's body. Nothing's gonna change because here's the thing: I've been, I was working out for years. I was moving, but yeah, how I was still close to two hundred pounds. So how do you think that? How do you think that happened? Um, and yeah, that's the biggest thing. And if you got, well, we live in a privileged, privileged society. So mm-hmm. just putting yourself to eat some, just right. You don't even have to cut your favorite foods out, but like, just start portioning them learning about your macros what like how much is 50 grams rice i don't know yeah exactly i don't know but i didn't see like we talk about how extreme diets are and to get a certain physique and like not everyone's going to do that but if you want to see changes you need to be making changes mm-hmm. so here you do the same thing period period <laughs> you heard you heard right here from the mouths of babes yeah it's true I know because even this like I did when I did 75 hard last year I was working with a nutritionist because I have a chronic illness I get chronic hives and I should post you know what you guys I'm gonna bless you this week and I will post a photo of some of my hives like I look like um the guy off the goonies (laughs) you know who I'm talking about the like yeah. guy in the basement, like the troll guy. Yeah. yeah I'm going to I'm going to bless you guys with some photos this week in these, in yes. this show. Um, so I was working with a nutritionist to see if it was diet based. That was one of the things I was doing. So last year when I did 75 hard, she's, she had told me, she was like the only re- the only way I could make you cleaner is if you ate raw vegetables. Like I was in an absolute deficit. I ate mostly vegetables and fruits and white fish a couple times a week, no coffee. Like it was like, I was, I was 
super, super, super restricted because we were trying to figure out, like we cut everything out and then we were trying to add stuff back in just to see what was, if anything changed, like whatever. So when I did, I was cutting, like I was like, I was tiny when I did 75 hard. Oh, I was good. Thank you. I did look great, but I was small and I actually had, I met a guy, he's like friends of a friends and I met, and I met him when I was that tiny and then I hadn't seen him in a couple months. And he told the girls afterwards, he was like, yo, Kels looks good. She's put on weight. She looks thick. Like I was like a stick, like it was very small. And so then when I was doing it this year, I don't need to be that restricted. Like and mm-hmm. gyms are closed. So like, I'm mostly doing yoga and I just was like, I'm just going to be really careful with my sugar intake and just eat clean. Like I'm just not yeah. going to eat shit. And yeah. I didn't actually, I, I think it's hard. Cause I didn't notice as much of a change as I did last year, clearly because mm-hmm. last year was so extreme. And I was also going through a lot of like emotional stuff and yeah. whatever. Um, but last year was super extreme. And then this year I've like not really noticed a change, even though you like have to take your progress picture every yeah. day and stuff. And then last night we went up for my girlfriend's birthday and I wore like a crop top and jeans. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, all right. I'm looking skim, looking all right here. Like I'm being good. And I was saying that to the BR yeah. and he was like, oh yeah. Like one of the guys had said that about you the other day. He said like, okay, like you left and he was like, oh, Kelsey's looking good. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Well, yeah, and that's the thing too. It's progress photos and like any female who, or anyone really, but if you're a female and you are attached to the scale, mm-hmm. it's just fucking data. Like that oh, is- It's not all bullshit. It's all just numbers. Um, Straight up TMI, after I take a shit, it's like four pounds gone. So like, I don't, there's so many more factors into it. And if you yeah. are weighs themselves at the gym, I am judge. What information are you getting from that? Oh, she, don't do it. You don't do like that. A, and like a condensed version, like some tips, like weighing yourself, unless you have a coach, unless you're in a competition prep, there's stupid. no stupid, not necessary. Stupid. Take progress photos, take all the photos. Yeah. Um, if you're needing some motivation and you're like, well, I'm kind of in a plan, I don't really have any end goal. You don't really need an end goal, but you could also book yourself a photo shoot. It's a mm-hmm. great with me, book a photo. If you're in Calgary, book, book a photo shoot with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, if you've been working out for years and you don't see a change, it's probably because your nutrition is not matching to what your training is. And most women, when I get a client, they're under eating. Mm, so interesting. Shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most women think they're like overeating and well, they need to cut things. I'm like, bitch, you ain't even eating. You ain't eating enough, actually, if yes, you'd like to know. If you'd really like to know. Because you're, so your company, you're with your girlfriend and she does nutrition, right? Yeah, we both do nutrition. And okay, we both are. Nutrition. Yep. Um, she's very holistic, so it's mm. kind of dope that way. Like, she's very much like wants you to like sleep better, and she's very focused on your energy. I love level. that. Yeah. Um, and we're both very different ends of the spectrum, which is so interesting. She's like this tiny little human, um, and she's very much just like always been this skinny girl, and she's she's trying to put on muscle right now. Mm. So that's her goal right now. So yeah, we both just like kind of cater to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the biggest thing I've seen is like women who don't eat enough. And right now, like, I'm like, you can be eating so much more, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I'm like, Enjoy your meal. I wish that was my problem. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could eat more. Um, but yeah, those are some, 
some tips. Also, Diet Coke isn't bad. I don't really know. I'm trying to think of things right now that people are like, Diet Coke is aspartame. Sorry, you're worried about the Diet Coke, but like, what about, you know, all the like random chemicals you're putting into your body? Totally. Fat burners aren't a thing unless you're like using steroids, which I'm not against, but I mean like. But But why? But why? Um, Appetite suppressants, the only good one I really know is cocaine. Don't do it. But like, if you're going to really go there, that's. (laughs) So these are the. Don't do coke, but like. But yeah, I think there's a lot of secrets out there. And a lot of these influencers are on gear, which that's not talked about. And they're not open about. And Mm -hmm. I'm not against them. But I mean. It'd be nice if like females were open about that. Totally. Because. Yeah. You can't post your body and be like, oh my God, look at how much I've lost and be plastic surgery out the butt. Like what, like, what are you doing that you're not sharing openly? Because I even have a girlfriend who said that her sister was quite a bit larger needed to lose some weight, reached out to one of these girls who had been a bigger girl and lost a bunch of weight. And she literally was like, oh, just like eat better. And I was like, what? Like, that's not accurate. Like I've like, that's not what you're doing. Like you need to be more honest. And again, that loops back around to why I love you and Carly's podcast, because you're just going to tell people that it might not be what they want to hear, but it's what they need to know. Yes, hundred percent, and and that's the thing too. Like, not against anything. Like, if you're gonna get a tummy tuck, do you, baby? But be honest about it. Honey, pee. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think that people will respect you more if you're honest totally. Um, because you're just gonna have a lot of people just really not understanding like what you're saying and what they're seeing. Totally. Yeah. Like I think if people are, are following, you know, big weight loss journeys and it it is hard to, um, you can't, it's hard to separate you. You're looking at them and saying, okay, well, why are they being able to do it? And I'm following what they're saying and nothing's happening. And it's because they're doing more. They're just not showing you that they're doing more. Exactly. And even to like the loose skin, I get a lot of questions about bigger women being like, oh, like, how did you not have loose skin? Mm. I was a big girl. Like, and I don't Mm -hmm. know. In. but what what it usually comes down to is that if you're just doing strictly like a diet and cardio you're gonna have more loose skin because you have no muscle built underneath so because I was like building muscle like I was tightening up and like things were shifting as opposed to just like rapid weight loss and like oh that's so interesting I always I never knew that mm-hmm. huh there you have it the more you know learn something new every day you know every single day Every day. Every yeah, day. I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot of info. Just throw yeah, that's the a people. lot of information. I I think, but it's all very helpful. Hope so. I think it is. I think it's great. <laughs> I think the people will be flocking. The bitches be flocking. Bitches be flocking. Bitches do be flocking. Is there any? Okay, let's do a rapid fire. Ready? Yeah. Tell me what you what diet fads are your least favorite. Detox, isogenics, keto. Ooh, what are your most favorite? Like, what is actually, like, what's a worth a splurge or worth, like, the hype? Bad diet-wise? Like, anything, like, in, like, that kind of, like, popularity realm. Nothing. She got nothing. What's worth the money? Um, worth the money or just worth the hype of it? Like, worth the hype? 
Yeah. What actually, like, is there anything that's come out as being really popular that's mm-hmm. actually good? We stumped Steroids. her. Steroids. Yeah. Great answer. Um. <laughs> Steroids. She's like, listen, if you got to do the steroids, you got to do the steroids. Okay. What about, um, what about in nutrition? Um, worth the hype or less bad? Worth the hype. Worth the hype. Um, hip thrusts. Oh, no, nutrition. That's, that's workout shit. Okay. But still that, that's a good, we went, we went, we backtracked, but I like hip thrusts. All right. Um, they're really good. Like with like weight, so dumbbells, whatever, anything, but hip thrusts will build glutes. Okay. That's great. Yeah. I'm going to do some today. Um, nutrition worth the hype, worth the hype. Um, potatoes. Ooh, I can get behind this. Um, yeah, you can eat a lot of them. They're really good. Like pre-workout post-workout i was not a big potato gal i love potatoes um worth the hype potatoes Potatoes. i love it yeah well that's great thanks buddy for doing this with me i'm so thankful gals you have a whole podcast and i think everyone needs to listen to it i think that you are a vod for sure very very motivating i think your stories are going to help a lot of women out there like i said well we sure hope so Bro, come back on. Yeah. Whenever you want. Yeah, I think a couple of weeks we'll have some good questions ready for you to have you on. Okay. Uh, I'll be ready. Okay, well. You can ask me anything. I'll do a very honest. I'll do a very, uh, I'll prep myself for that one. I'll do, Sahara knows too much. <laughs> I'm going to make sure to write the questions before I send them to you. Yeah, you let me know what you want to know about uh, before we get too deep. I, I, Whatever. I don't care. You can know whatever you want. You can know whatever you want. Well, I hope you have a good Sunday. Bro, and thank you for taking time in your day off in, on your Sunday yeah. to do this. This is so nice. Never, just never a day off when you're a boss, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're hashtag entrepreneurs now. Entrepreneur dude or shit. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got it. I'm going to go. Okay, I love you. Love you. Miss you. <gasps> Miss you so much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. Do cocaine, do steroids, and eat all your potatoes and you'll be a fit bitch. I'm totally kidding. Please don't do any of those things or sue me for saying that. Not a medical professional. Um, Oh, I teased you a little giveaway. So as Sahara said, she is a nutritional and fitness coach. And if you have been working towards your goals or you're, you know, dealing with some health stuff or whatever that may be, she is offering to do a half hour Zoom call and consultation um, with one of our listeners. So if you or someone you know is in dire need of this, maybe a little motivation, maybe a little push, Um, all the details of how you can win that are on our Instagram at the Jack shit show. And we would be just so thrilled to give that to you and point you in the direction of a healthier fittest. How many, how many Mondays are we till hot girl summer here? It's coming up. I'm just saying it's coming up. This is step one. Okay. 
Thank you for hanging out with us another week. Um, what, what else do I have to tell you? We're on Apple now. I hope you've sent all your friends. I hope you're liking, rating, subscribing. <laughs> Listen, none of us know jack shit, but I sure love you. See you next week. Hey, I just wanted to give you a little reminder this week that you're doing fucking great. We're almost at a one-year anniversary of a fucking panty, a pancake, a panda, a, a, a panorama. Keep killing it out there. You're doing great. Don't panic, okay? We love you.